Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Old school DPJ Foreman, Jay Foreman, joined us at 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's a spring break week, so we, we got to let the big man handle his business. Other things outside of uh, the ticket and what's going on. So uh, we'll talk to him at 9 o'clock. So hang on there. Uh, old school brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Sand Hills Global is hiring. Check out. Uh, sandhills.jobs for more information um, sales travel support software development web design and more you can apply today if you're looking for a job if you are looking for a job things are there go to sandhills.jobs not .org not .com .jobs go 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 um couple of things uh, before we get too deep into it, 402-464-5685, uh, Sarder Hammond text line, Hunter Lincoln hotline. Um, I, I, I need to reiterate a thing so people can chill out a little bit. Um, as a part of this, we are either performing or informing. Performing or informing. And sometimes it's both. So, Texters and I, I, look, I whatever happens in 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 the early break vacuum, whatever way y'all engage and, and and connect, that's cool. But none of this is personal to you. Like I'm not speaking at, you know, if I say grow up, I'm not yelling at you unless you personally feel like you need to grow up, then accept it. <laughs> like if I say grow up. Uh, Rico would laugh in my face because Rico knows that we're just having a conversation between friends that happens to be amplified. I've been grown. <laughs> but guess what? Yeah. My grown-up feelings eat, eat matter. Your, eat your, eat your, eat yeah, your Pop-Tarts. Pop I've been grown. <laughs> eat your Pop-Tarts. Grown-up. I don't know. Explain this to me why people get so upset on the text. Like, I understand people want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Right? And I understand people want to feel good about it. I'm... Rico, would you say that in in my life, you're, you're around my life enough to mm-hmm. know that I'm like overly positive? <laughs> yeah, uber positive. Like you're annoying. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like. Right. <laughs> like. I mean. And see, the thing is, like, just I don't understand why, if given access to people, why you, why are folks angry? Like it, we're just talking sports, and we're not even talking about. Some people just have feelings about things. Some people have strong feelings about things, and when you challenge those feelings, they feel the need to defend themselves. Okay. Well, I mean, we're just talking. 
Like we're, we're, we're friends. Some people right? have strong feelings about things. Yeah. If know. you mention something that they have feelings about, and it's not in the same realm or the same vacuum that they think of it, mm-hmm. they're going to cha- they're going to challenge you. Mm-hmm. And some people feel so strongly about some things that they will just be mad about it. I guess. Okay. Okay. So I just hope that anybody that heard the spillover recognizes pretty quickly that we're really having fun. Like we're really just having fun. There's no rocket science to You and this. Jake didn't talk to each other. You didn't look at each other afterwards. Yeah, like we don't high five and then laugh at each other no, along the guys, way. You, it's not a personal thing. You hate each other. Yeah, like that's a just weird a fact. kind of thing that, that, that goes on. So, Sorry about it. Yeah. Sorry I, to burst I, everyone's bubble. Yeah, it's not. They hate each other. Yeah. So I, I'm, like, folks know, I'm a DC kid, right? Like, I'm a DC kid. What? I've never heard you mention DC no, at all. And, no. And a part of the benefit of growing up in DC, so in this day and age where politics is so polar, Everything. polarized, right? That I, I tell this story often because it, it's just a reminder for folks that. Working in D.C. proper, mm-hmm. uh, you would go to work and you would, like on TV, you'd see, you know, every narrative and every opinion side on TV, screaming, finger pointing, you know, mm-hmm. threatening each other. And then those very people, those talking heads, those people, those politicians, would then go next door to the local pub and they would hug and buy each other shots and do drink beer together and have dinner together. Um, just the same. And then they would go back to work the next day and yell at each other. And I, a part of me wishes that more people would go experience that because then they would recognize that in the end, it's the stuff after the narrative that matters. Mm-hmm. So in sports, the same thing applies that how you feel about it uh, is personal and it should be like feel how you feel but in that space it's not combative like i can talk about iowa i don't actually have hate for iowa Iowa's done nothing to me mm-hmm. it's not personal they don't affect my life they don't affect my existence all the things that happen in my life happen because of me not because of iowa <laughs> So says you. So says me. You think there's a great, the grand conspiracy? Iowa controls that all. I, <laughs> that little Iowa. Do, little do we know. <laughs> Those bastards. They've been controlling hey, all Are of you it. telling me that for I've been years. wrong for all these years? For years. For years that, really? That's why Nebraska's been bad. Iowa's been controlling it. Oh. They have sleeper cells. Oh. They have secret leaders here I in am Nebraska brand new. just ruining things. For I am Oscars. brand new. You didn't know? No, I thought. So what changed since the five national championships? As soon as Nebraska joined the Big Ten, Iowa just sent their sleeper cells over. Oh, that, is that what That's it was? That's what it was. Did, is there a bridge or a wall that we can build? Well, they built the walking <laughs> bridge, and they walked right over. And – Right over again, from Council Bluffs. Again, not, disgusting. Not serious. Disgusting. <laughs> Just the worst. Just, I the want, problem is, uh, see this. This might you know this might rub some people the wrong way. The uh-oh. problem is they tried to invade Creighton, but they uh, were like, nah, fam, <laughs> not having it. Yeah, Creighton was just like, no. no. And then UNO was like, yeah, we're not big enough for you to do this, so they didn't do that. So they made their way to Lincoln. 
how what's the the student the Iowa student population at UNO and Creighton? Are there a lot of folks from Iowa who cross over? I feel like there's a decent amount at UNO. Harrison, the you, people, the people can you from find Iowa, that out for us? the like, people from the, Iowa aren't smart enough to go to Creighton. Are there a ton of Iowa people who go to University of Nebraska Lincoln? Yes, there's a ton, isn't it? Yeah. So are, are those the cells? Maybe. Are those the cells? I went to school in Kearney mm-hmm. with with uh, with a guy from Iowa. He ran track. Huge Iowa Hawkeye fan. Yeah. Uh. Just disgusting. He hung a he hung a Hawkeye flag in our. He was one of my roommates. Oh no! He hung a Hawkeye flag in our. In our living room, and there was nothing we could do about it. What you could no, really, you couldn't do anything. Nebraska about wouldn't beat them. Well, but but couldn't you just like spray paint it or something? We couldn't. Why we because we, we we were like okay, because he hung it up after one of the wins. We're like all right, we're gonna take it down after Nebraska be you know Nebraska beats them, and they just never did. Nebraska let us down. That's so, what they so, did. So, so a lot of this is is based on what Nebraska is currently doing, and not what Iowa's currently. Yeah, doing. pretty much. Right, because yeah. I was always because if been... Iowa if Iowa was as good as they are now, uh-huh. but Nebraska was also good, yeah. and they would like trade back and forth wins, yeah. and it wasn't I don't know like six in a row for Iowa, like it'd be fi- like it'd be fine, like there would be like a friendly rivalry, but right now it's a lot of strong feelings because you just can't beat them, yeah. and this is just this is just football and 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 basketball. men's basketball, they like does and, Iowa even play baseball? They do. They're not. They're okay. okay. So can we do the in like, volleyball? Nebraska's only given up like a set to them in the past so, couple years. So can we do like the the student body, the 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 Lincoln High School student bodies do and go? Let's play yeah, volleyball. Let's like yeah. we can do let's that. Let's play volleyball. Like we'll during, do but during, during football games. Yeah, we'll do that at football games. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad? Do football games. Just, Is that bad? Let's play baseball. They do that at volleyball games. Let's Iowa play. says, "Let's play football." Right. And like now we're good. We're good here. <laughs> um, um, speaking of uh, beating Iowa at baseball, uh, great job by the Husker baseball team yesterday. Uh, Griffin Everett was ridiculous. Um, Have uh, they put Griff- up the fire that was on his bat yet? No, no, no. He's gonna he's gonna stay hot tonight. Um, so normally uh, up the middle is on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. but because they play tonight at six thirty, they will go tomorrow night. At nine, after riffing with Aaron, Chris Raff and Aaron Davis, uh, and the teammates hour, mm-hmm. mentoring hour, um, their special guest tomorrow at nine will be Griffin Everett. Of course, yeah, as it should like, be. Yeah, it, it it has to be. And uh, we're still working on Kyle Perry, mm-hmm. um, trying to pick a time to do his weekly his weekly show, as well. So um, head down to Haymarket tonight, six thirty five first pitch, I believe. I'll look it up. Um, and then tomorrow afternoon, I believe they're one one or one thirty tomorrow afternoon. Um, so you can follow that. A um, couple other things. I I do have to dive into this pool, and I know how some people get thrilled when I talk wrestling, and some uh, hate it. But that's okay because uh, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Um, so the news yesterday of Scott Hall uh, passing away. Uh, a full life is what I would describe Scott Hall's life as being. And probably, like, he portrayed himself as as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he loved, you know, he was exceptional at being the, the bad guy. Now, early in his career, so first of all, he's he was born in Maryland, right where my daughter lives now. Uh, military brat, uh, dad traveled all over the world. 
Um, I met Scott in in Charlotte, 1985, uh, 85, 86. And Scott Hall was as good good a person as there may have ever been in wrestling he just had demons like he had demons he he, he and he fully disclosed hey um you know i have some weaknesses and i'm working mm-hmm. on them and it cost him for all of his greatnesses he probably um one of the great performers ever in the dub in, in wrestling but um could have actually been better because there were nights when he he wasn't fully himself yeah um but in charlotte uh met him after after some matches and happened to 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 walk into there's a place in charlotte called it was there uh, called the double door it was a place where blues guys would come in and play and mm-hmm. a notorious wrestling hangout um and one night we we're just there sitting at the bar in scott hall and a couple other wrestlers walked in and Scott was six six, two two eighty five. Like if when Scott Hall walked into the room, everybody felt measured. Like he was a slightly above average like human being in everything, yeah, just, right? Like you just go, okay, um, I'm not that. Like I'm not that. And you, and you could be in the bar and feel like I'm. Hey, I'm DP. Yo, I'm very confident. I'm I'm pretty confident, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good I'm a good person, right? Like you know, and everybody, you know, this is the days of being single, and of course, you're there at the bar, and and you know, for the women that are in the bar, you kind of feel like okay, within the packing order, <laughs> I'm gonna be okay. I'm solid. I'm doing like, good. I'm gonna be all right until Scott Hall walks in, and good real talk. It's him and Kurt Henning. So, Mr. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at the time, he was, they were the Starship something. They they were, they weren't Scott Hall. They were wrestling. He was Coyote. <laughs> he was Coyote, Starship Coyote, and Kurt Henning was something else. But Kurt Henning, even before he was Mr. Perfect, was Mr. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, they walk into the room, and the room changes. So, the entire balance of the room changes and the women in the room react with the gravitational force that you would imagine the teeter-totter teetered right like it it absolutely did and then you get left on the sand just building sandcastles because mm-hmm. you there's no place in it You're like okay but the thing was about scott hall was that scott hall walked over to to where we were sitting because we were sitting having conversation with the bartenders that we knew very well and he put his hand on 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 my shoulder, and he goes, uh, "Do you mind if I get a drink? You know, cut in because it was very busy." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Sir, uh, <laughs> I will buy your drink." How do I say no? <laughs> right, like, There's like, no... I'm, like, yeah, like, it, you know, I can't even see the lights on the ceiling because of you. What would happen <laughs> if I said no? Right, like, <laughs> like this would be bad. <laughs> this would be really bad. And so I bought it. I'm like, what would you have? And he goes, anything you're going to buy me, I'm going to buy you. Now, pause to that, right? <laughs> that he's like, listen. That's interesting. Right? Like, how about that? And then there's a group of young ladies that come over, and they're just kind of gathering around. And a young lady has an accent. And... 
Scott leans in. He looks at her. He goes, and he spoke to her in German. And he leans back after he whispers in her ear, and he looks over at me, and he goes, gets him every time. And I'm like, what is going on? He goes, yeah, like I'm a military brat. So we've traveled. I've gone to school in Munich. I've gone to school in London. I've gone to school in Paris. So you learn the language. I speak enough. As he says, I speak enough of it to get slapped. (laughs) Perfect. I speak enough to get smacked. And he then proceeded to spend the, the rest of the evening with his back turned to the women just talking about his travels and at the end of the night of course you got bar you know we both have bar tabs at the end of the night he throws cash on the bar to the bartender and he said um that's for me and that's for for these two uh, me and my buddy he goes that's for them and then this is for you and he threw us some extra cash and then he turns and he sends the girls around to drinks and he walks out i saw him five years later Mm-hmm. And the very thing, the very first thing he said was, first round's on me, second round on you." He remembered, and you go, "Okay." So aside from the wrestling, aside from Razor Ramon, aside from Big Scott Hall, aside from Coyote, Scott Hall was a really good dude who had his demons, who lived a full life, one of the great performers ever. Um, good dude. Good dude, tough ending. I kind of thought he would um, he would kick out in wrestling terms. I thought he'd kick out and uh, survive this thing. And it is with a tear in my eye um, that I say goodbye, Scott, because it's a good dude. Good dude. Uh, Harrison tells us this. Out-of-state enrollment, 8,500, approximately 500 to 1,000 are from Iowa. Cells. Those, those are intels. We, we, we get it. Right, I told you. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. They're holding us back. You got to do something about it. Um, we'll throw it a break when we come back. Rico will tell us what's up. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.